0: it look like i'm kind of kind of glitch in the matrix um but put a main coach backup quarterback guest host and flgm producer extraordinaire that gets dragged into this mess because i didn't do my job again Uh, my name is john it's gonna be pretty grim after dark Uh, my co-host today needs some deportation he's searching for stable internet on the oregon trail And he couldn't find it It's Danny McDevitt. No, he could find it. Uh, But he's also, you know, been in Alaska for 10 weeks and he's actually seeing his wife for the first time in a couple of months. So I guess that's sort of, sort of isn't uh, an okay reason. Well, we'll we'll make fun of him next week about it. Uh, So I forgot to book a guest. Danny is having, I believe a wonderful dinner in Oregon. I don't know, maybe it's McDonald's. Uh, So I guess the only option is to drag Uh, turkey dick uh, from the eighth pit of hell uh, to come host this this awful show Uh, let's summon him in yeah
1: i didn't sign up for this i like (laughs) i got this weird call uh there was chanting in the background and now i'm here uh what happened john please tell me
0: how Oh man, just everything fell apart. I think oh. my adv- it was the advance notice of telling uh, Val that I, I was just going to have him be the guest uh, in the next few days. He was like, okay. Um, hmm. Phenomenal. And, and also, perfectly, uh, already getting comments about the title. Uh, thanks for that uh, Spiky Bits 101 course that we went through. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Dick, you and I are here. Uh, we're going to go through the last week in the Warhammer community. There's some great things in there. Yeah. We also have uh, the, the stuff we missed last week because we spent too long talking to Nick Horton about cool Hollywood stuff. That was a great show, um, by the way. And the, it was, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super good. I got to find out uh, that Master Chief's buttocks uh, ruined 40K in Hollywood. Uh, so, you mm. know, that's always fun to find out. I think so. Dickie, last week we yeah. showed off the power of change.org someone tried valiantly to fire someone from their legitimate dream career because they made a head sculpt that some people didn't like uh, so with that kind of power uh, i had to harness it for the good of mankind and actually created uh, and shared this around uh which is my petition to cancel grim after dark uh with the reasoning being uh, guys monday was casserole night uh, and now it's not and this week was it was a pretty doozy one it was a ramen casserole Ooh. uh You guys uh, signed on force is getting some real traction. We're getting over one signature a day, uh, which is either a damning indication that change.org doesn't work or the fact that no one actually likes or watches us. Uh, we got some Mm. great comments like Mark Murphy saying, informative, engaging, entertaining. If I was asked to surmise grim after dark, I would not use any of these words.
1: (laughs) I kind of agree, really. It's fair, (laughs)
0: yeah. Uh, Alex Matheson, a superstar host of the uh, the Frontiers podcast over in the Best in Tabletop Network? Yeah. Uh, said, Grim After Dark was a mistake. Totally agree for. And Kelsey, letting us know the the shock thing here. I want more Mob Rules episodes. Uh, it's time for a reboot. <laughs> so, going full 10th edition. Uh, Dickie, why would you want to cancel Grim? Uh, aside from the fact... <laughs> uh was less than an, <laughs> an hour's notice yeah you were informed you're producing hosting and starring yeah uh
1: i i kind of like the show i'm gonna be honest i mean it's fun and uh it makes me giggle when i'm at my well i'm at my painting table so i, I kind of
0: want you guys to stick around sorry sorry man yeah i think that's like the best tagline it's like we'll make you giggle at your painting table which also sounds <laughs> that's a great of like tagline a actually that is yeah. yeah good job we workshop something look show's already paying dividends dude we're uh, killing it we're killing it killing so it. if grim after dark was cancelled uh what would take its place in your mind how about like an eight hour paint stream oh god it sounds awful. Well, yeah. Igbhard Leg is doing check yeah, hashtag cancel grim after dark. Yeah, we were a hashtag now Nice. Uh, because they left me on read after I sent a photo of my hobby desk. Ooh. That's fair. That, that's bad on us um, next week. Resend it to us. Uh, IgBard. Yeah. Or post it on the friendly gaming community site on Facebook. Uh, we'll put up a slide of it and then we'll make fun of it and, and I'll make Danny do it because he canceled. Um why do you think well you we already said but but how can we stop people showing up for this uh we touched on genocide I believe uh that yeah. wasn't enough I mean we're uh, doing, we did a we're, list ranking episode
1: yeah we're doing everything wrong which it's incredible <laughs> like we only we give you guys like a two minute wait time we like hold on the wait screen for like extra long we're doing all the things you should never do when you're doing a show i don't know
0: i give a up val heffelfinger original by yeah. the way is yeah. just going starting soon and then just not starting soon yeah just wait um <laughs> it's how it's how we get our thing uh oh apparently uh the way we get cancelled tell everyone we prefer the original art design for the sonic movie hey Bart, that's not a thing anymore because sadly chippendale made that an okay thing to think um oh yeah that was... all of this so please please all uh, your thoughts on sonic I, actually, the Jim Dale movie, I actually really enjoyed it. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made me go back and watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and that movie is still delightful. That is say.
1: still really good, yeah. I felt but like all the, the, end was, the end
0: was a bit rushed, though.
1: Like It felt like they just went, okay, we need to kill this guy. We're running out of budget. <laughs> <laughs> steamroller. Yeah, steamroller.
0: Uh, anyway. uh, but this all came from our amazing last episode uh, where Val insisted that Hollywood mega producer uh, Nick Horton was celebrated with the rousing sounds of God save the Queen, uh, mm-hmm. which meant that one I didn't really want to take part in it, but also two, the video was instantly demonetized. Yeah, uh, Guys, I want to put this into perspective. I've been doing edits on Grimm for a while kind of shortening it down to the version everyone hates. I've included Jurassic Park clips, King of the Hill clips, um, I've put in, gosh, what else like, uh, f- like all kinds of things. I went from Disney to Universal to see what I could get away with. I got away with so much. Yeah, but it was literally the the, uh, the, the national anthem of England uh, that got us demonetized for that. Uh, hmm. Much like the real royal family, the money from our work is now going directly to someone else. Uh Dickie, why does the British Royal Family uh hate us and have it out for Warhammer forty thousand? I don't know, but it made me laugh when at the end of the,
1: the show you were uh and nick was like you put his hand on his heart and you were just like you just like like you were like no i'm not i'm not doing this at the end and i was like wow he's really committed to the character here wow look him. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah the character of john on Grimm is an yeah. asshole and the real life john is also an asshole um uh, well, art taste life what are you gonna do um <laughs> How will the royal family respond Uh, since the video we delisted it? Because I don't want to pay money to to taxes to the royal family. How are they going to respond uh, since we delisted their money?
1: I would imagine there's going to be some kind of Bobby secret service that are (laughs) going to come after us. What's uh, our Bobby? (laughs) With clubs and whistles, clearly. And they're going to get us and take us to... uh, I don't know, the Tower of London or something. Is that where we're going to go? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, I'm going to be heading to, to SoCal at uh, the end of October here. Um, uh, anytime I hear a whistle now, I will legitimately freak out <laughs> and look around. A big black hat, and you're like, oh, God, no! They're on to me. <laughs> it's only a joke. Please don't, yeah, please don't un- me. deport me. What's the opposite of deportation? <laughs> Extraction. Uh, well, yeah Extraction, <laughs> yeah. Extra Extradition. Yeah. Uh, what faction, Dickie, uh, yeah. as, a, as a former colony yourself there, what faction would the queen play for for Warhammer? Sisters? She. I, I can see her being a sisters player. Maybe that's no, too on the no. nose. I don't know. Space wolves, because of the, the furry heads, She has her corgis. Oh, she oh, does God. like corgis. Can you imagine like, if you had all of your space wolves, but instead of the amazing dog heads that they have now you just 3d printed a bunch of corgi heads to put on yeah the...
1: she's pretty well known for not having feelings right so um maybe <laughs> well, she's an
0: old english lady it's like a racial trait yeah it's kind of part of the deal
1: uh maybe ad maybe she's an ad player
0: it's true yeah it's true they do uh worship uh biggie know on youtube she's the emperor no no mm, no uh moving on <laughs> we did have an amazing conversation with nick about tv development and kind of the process everything goes through uh nick told us a whole bunch of things that were just insane to me uh but that's how it's going on terry let us know in our comment section uh however that uh, let's pull this up here uh you could rebox all 15 seasons of supernatural as a dark heresy show and it would work all 987 seasons of cops, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Necromunda Hives would make a great Saturday morning lineup. Um, Dicky, huh. uh, what are some other good TV shows you could rebrand as Warhammer? fill your Saturday morning lineup with Warhammer cartoons. ThunderCats. Gen Space Wolf. That's easy,
1: right? What what you
0: you get one now. You go, you go. There was uh there was an old uh, British claymation TV show called Trapdoor, yeah, um, which was like one of my favorite things. And this is going to be a reference that, according to our YouTube analytics, about fifteen percent of our uh, audience were actually going to get, uh, but like that, I want to I want to see a claymation Warhammer show. Um, I, I think that would be quite what. And then uh, Igbar letting us know Firefly is rogue traders. Mm-hmm. Um, Firefly is a terrible show. Uh, that doesn't deserve any love, yeah. And Seth Oster, of course, no, no, though, Matt, oh god, uh, what did I just walk into? Yeah, it's uh, also you walked name, his into. name is Meth, Meth, Meth Boster. I believe. Oh no, that was that was like last month. Oh, trophy. right, okay. uh, it doesn't it doesn't bother him, then what's even the point? But yeah, you just walked into heck, heck, <laughs> without uh, it's your list, mm-hmm. uh, guys. Year two of Warhammer Plus is a go uh with the free miniatures being shown off uh this year you guys have the chance of getting your greedy little mitts on and the annihilator Anni- Anni- <laughs> what were you gonna and- say oh, give give me a second here uh Mibler dark fang Mibler?
1: My- Mibler? Mibler? Mibbler.
0: Mibler. like the little thing in futurama uh huh <laughs> dickie what are your thoughts on these two minis for this year
1: yeah, uh, actually Meth or Seth or whatever we're calling him these days. Uh, he, I just unsubscribed to Warhammer Plus and he showed me the backlit and I knew exactly what model it was like instantly because everyone knows that cover of White Dwarf and I was like, God damn it, they got me again. <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, before my subscription ran out uh i re-upped i hope that doesn't break the the one year
0: mark but yeah i'm i'm, I'm now <laughs> well, officially I think yeah what's super great to take away from this is this time instead of having to wait nine months for your miniature uh, if you subscribe for the year they're going to send it after one month um yeah. so like that's super big uh super helpful for that yeah and then yeah if, if you don't if you do the monthly go to do 12 months in a row Uh, which I guess is a thing. Um, Azrak, of course, is based on the famous White Dwarf cover, uh, which I think was like issue 182 uh, from back in the day. And the artist for the the piece, Mark Gibbons, was really quick to share this story about him uh, after the model was announced, uh, saying, he painted painted a mere 28 years ago. I think the previously unnamed Azrak the Annihilator is my most published Games Workshop piece, but it's a painting that almost never happened. I submitted his sketch as a freelance commission, to GW when John Blanche reviewed it, he asked for a more dynamic, arms-raised posture and a deeply uncharacteristic fit of peak. I said if I couldn't paint him the way I wanted to, then I wasn't going to paint him at all. Uh, <laughs> John, not wanting to escalate my diva moment to Beyonce-like proportions, relented, and all these years later, Azarik strides into the tabletop, courtesy of the warp-powered sculpting and painting masters within the GW design studio." Hmm. That's Boy, cool buddy. Um, Dickie, how big are Mark Gibbons' balls? Uh, to tell the guy deciding if you get paid for your artwork or not? No. Maybe he just
1: maybe he just didn't care. Like this is the piece that he wanted to show. And too bad, so sad kind of thing. That's it's I guess his balls are quite large, actually. So yeah, <laughs> good for him.
0: It's like a struggling artist in the in the early 90s. And you're like, oh please, please, Daddy Games Workshop, please commission a piece. And it's like, well. What if you raise the hands above the head, like, oh, I'm going to just go down into my camera here, like, ah! And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, I don't know, did GW pay back then? uh... I'll have you know, he got 35% off of one kid of his choice. Oh, well. And a free lunch voucher with the purchase of a full-price lunch from Bugman's okay well um, so, so no he didn't get paid got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Um so what are your thoughts on Ezra Dickie you're like a big world eaters guy you got yes. 30k you have him coming for for 40K, 40k here yeah what's your take on, on this model here which is a very old school aesthetic and kind of away from what we're used to now for chaos space marines
1: I mean so he's super simple right I think that's like he's clean. Like the lines are very clean. The trim is uh, already. The trim is giving me fits. Personally, painting trim. So I'm like, oh, I cannot. <laughs> I can't paint more trim. Like this can't happen. Um. But honestly, uh, I'm gonna get him and I'm gonna paint him. I don't know what I'm gonna use him for. Whether he's gonna be a captain or I don't know. He's get, He's gonna be something. I, I'm gonna get him for sure. Uh. Yeah. You, ha- you have to at this point. I'm. I'm
0: all in. I'm all in, John. Is this a better or worse model, uh, subjectively, uh, than the, the Vindicare that, that was part of last year's 40K offering? Well, the like, kind of the big sister head mm. is a very dynamic model, great kind of scene. I think
1: the Vindicare is probably a better model. Uh, it definitely has more. Oh, bits and bobs to it. I like the pose. I like that it's very raised. Um I would say the
0: Vindicare is a better model. But, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um this is like exclusively based uh on an art piece again that we said that uh, Mark Gabon's did for the 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 cover of white dwarf here. Are there any other kind of artworks at this moment where you're like, man, I, I really want to see a modern model uh, off of that piece. Uh, let me go into my collection of life doors beside me here. And, uh, I like yeah. how you moved your, your puppet head. So it doesn't look like you're moving <laughs> off screen. Uh, personally, uh, there's like an the old Warhammer battles, uh, wood elf book, uh, the Orion, uh, just very standing straight. Like I want a modern Orion so bad. Yeah. Um, I do I
1: do have an answer. You issue, go yeah. issue 477, which is quite recent. Uh, there's a Chaos Marine with a double-handed axe that there is actually a model for, believe it or not. Um, but making him new would be totally kick-ass, so do that GW, please. That would be awesome. Because obviously <laughs> like you watch now. the show.
0: Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, as for the other model, uh, Darkfang, as I refuse to pronounce the, the first name again... <laughs> Uh, guys they're like GW, their writers and rules designers and lore people are paid by the, the Consonant. Uh, <laughs> it's most famous though, and the guys are going insane online over the familiars that are coming out, which are based on old Citadel designs again. Uh, thankfully, uh, they didn't redo the Nick Cat Girl, uh, who was one of the, the more famous and requested familiars yeah uh seeing her in all her unfortunate glory uh Dickie, you're, you're an old school fantasy player uh what are yeah. your thoughts on the chaos familiars that had come out compared to the ones from before
1: actually the old ones are actually way cooler um i really i really yeah. like the wooden guy with the the mace that thing's awesome mm-hmm. that's really cool little uh, pumpkin
0: head dude Little yeah. pumpkinhead
1: dude is really good the little wizard dude oh these these things are amazing why didn't they? And yeah. I I can't see the naked girl. There's some guy's face over it. So yeah, if
0: you just delete the face on the PowerPoint slide, yeah, show, I'll do that. Uh, then I'll do that after that. that's up. a that's
1: a that's a grim way after dark kind of show that we're
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about getting demonetized. Yeah. based on content. So there, there's number one right there. <laughs> uh, compared to last year's uh, Uruk miniature, I was going to call it like an Uruk war boss. I don't know Age of Sigmar things. Uh, whatever yeah, it's called, either. the thing everyone trans uh, converted into a maginob or like a an orc boss. Yeah. Uh, How does it compare? Uh, what, are the, what
1: are you saying? How does it compare? What of those little guys compared to the
0: to no, the like mark? all of the because like the miniature you get the the like the oh the, the caster and the other
1: things here. Let and me the go. things. Yeah, let me go back. Here, let me go back.
0: Are you going for like? One big model that kind of just looks like a slightly repositioned existent Oric mega boss, or are you like going for the like kind of cool redesign of the older piece, which just seems to be the theme from this year? Um, I kind of like the caster though, like right Like, here. I'm gonna, I'll post yeah. it. But, yeah. The caster is cool as heck, yeah. It's, also, it's the, cool. the little pop person, uh, yeah, that's falling over. Uh, that's that's the coolest guy there,
1: yeah. And the, the, the guy in the armor is kind of similar to the one that's like. It's
0: definitely like a, a nod right so yeah. yeah good for them good for them yeah, awesome um guys demons are coming uh, at some point here one would assume as we see here Balakor. uh with Balakor, you would assume finally in his new and improved form in the book uh dicky i feel much more comfortable asking you this than johnny yeah. uh but based solely on the previews that have been published so far uh, like the the warp storm effects, the addition of kind of a new kind of save. How are demons shaping up to you? We we still don't know so much. Uh,
1: so I I guess they're gonna be cool. I, I think I'm a big fan of blood letters. They have extra attacks now, which is nice. Uh a four up and vulnerable, I believe they posted on the community site. That's way better than a five up. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, super, super stoked to see see what happens. There's so much we don't know though.
0: Uh, I have a feeling this book's going to be vulnerable's. Yeah. So so it's not even an invulnerable anymore. We have no. a, another plus to add there. So we have our our regular save, which is kind of our 1 plus, our invulnerable save, our feel no pain, and now we have our demonic saves. How do you think that's going to translate to the table? Is that kind of a good mechanic that was put in there? Uh I mean there's so many limited things that
1: that take away in Vaughn saves, right? So I think it's a it's a good gimmick i think it's a good uh a good thing for the demons to have i mean they don't have a lot of guns you'll notice so no. i think i think this is a good balance i mean i could be totally wrong and i've had been wrong in the past and they could just completely destroy the meta when they come out i have no idea <laughs> but uh yeah i think it's a good it's a good play and we haven't really seen bellicor's rules or even the greater demons yet so um right that'll be super interesting because that's really
0: where the power in the codex is right right now anyway so yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah right yeah. now there's one or two models uh doing a heck of a lot of work for, yeah. for a little book hopefully uh, that's not it anymore in the future yeah hmm. anyway let's have some fun dicky hey the honest war gamers popular 40k jason show returned last week and well uh oh, valerie Hasselfinger got a little too <laughs> into the spirit Uh, Dickie, please explain for the audio-only listener uh, what we're looking at right now. I'm
1: just, I'm contemplating, like, if I push this button, am I going to get in trouble, is what I'm contemplating right now. I'm going to push it. No, you're
0: fine. I'm pushing it. Okay. There we go. All
1: right. So, (laughs) okay, do you remember the band Smash Mouth?
0: I mean, classic (laughs) rock. Of course I remember the band Smash Mouth. (laughs)
1: Okay, so Val looks like he was shit out by the band (laughs) Smash Mouth and punched in the face by... (laughs) raised
0: to adulthood by Guy Fieri. Yes!
1: Yes! Oh, you You literally took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Uh, He's got his frontline gaming glasses. He's got his headphones. He's got his board, uh, board of sadness behind him. And being in that room, I can tell you there's only things that he hasn't done on that board. So when he looks at it, he gets just discouraged every time. <laughs> uh, it's
0: definitely a demotivational. <laughs> oh, test.
1: it's awful! It's awful. I'm ta- I got to take him off the screen. He's killing me. Um. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Smash Mouth meets Guy Fieri, uh, slammed together, making the perfect the perfect uh, director of Frontline Gaming Network.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's a very creative costume. Yeah. Uh, now, he was also wearing uh, what would uh, you would have to assume is the official uniform of Team Australia, at the World Team Championship, yes. uh, a vest, a sleeveless vest. Um, Dickie, do you feel like Val's shameless bandwagoning of Australia uh, helped them to what I have to assume was a victory uh, at WTC?
1: Oh, he clearly knew something. Yeah. Um, clearly he knew something. I don't know what he knew, but he knew something uh did he did was he it know? about warhammer probably not <laughs> it, it was probably fantasy based uh if I'm gonna be honest <laughs> but uh yeah I, I don't know man he I, he's a fan of WTC uh, so yeah I don't know I, I think he was it I think it's just super hot in that room I'm gonna be honest and <laughs> he just didn't want to die of uh heat exhaustion that's why I put a tank top on officially.
0: That's fair. Uh, yeah. As we kind of said earlier, WTC World Team Championship was back uh, last weekend after a two-year absence due to the like COVID pandemic, uh, with Australia taking the top spot, doing an amazing job o- over the event. Uh, the event, though, it wasn't really streamed outside of some specific games sort of in French, or, and there was some English from the French team. Yeah, uh, But there was no kind of main stream site for it. Um, how popular do you think the coverage of the event would have been? Dicky as someone who streams 40k.
1: <laughs> I think it would have been really, really popular. If you notice the a lot of the French stream, they had like like 1,800 viewers and things like that. Um, and you did get English, so the players have to talk in English during during the game um and the french guys obviously uh, were speaking in french oh over as as you're commentating as adam camilleri or paul murphy or nick Nat- natavati would have done so i think i think it would have been a huge event right like i know mm-hmm. i was watching it uh, as much as i could i don't know about you but uh yeah the fact that it was only streaming the french event obviously it sucked but um i i think i would i think you would have had Thousands of people watching the like the England versus USA game or
0: something like that. So yeah, yeah. Do you feel uh, it reduces the legitimacy of the event that it wasn't wider covered? Uh, because again, yeah, we we had an amazing French stream uh, which was really well done. It was great, but as they are will to do, is very focused on their team, their players. Yeah. Um, do you think that kind of the event almost suffered from from not being more widely available to to a greater audience?
1: Yeah, I don't maybe? Yeah, for sure. Uh they should have brought someone in, right? I just don't know like this is the first year for WTC, so it was I don't know, did they uh did they run into budget problems? Did I don't know, there's so many factors there that um that could have happened. I really don't know.
0: I really don't know. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah. um, we'll tell you uh, uh, from, from Dickie here, uh, mm. superstar frontline producer who helps kind yo. of produce LVO to all these things, to, to this stream show that's being hosted. There's no money in streaming. There's... I totally get. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's zero money in streaming. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't
1: do this for, for the money. You do, do it for some other,
0: yeah. other reason. Yeah. So, so I, I totally get it, but I, I do certainly hope uh, that, that everything we heard from, from the players, uh, from the team captains, go in as Wilson, uh, Scotland 14th overall. That's that's pretty good for, for what they are. Um, and then just everything is just an amazing event that, that just should be shared. Uh, and I'm super excited to see it grow and continue. Um, but ultimately... Team Australia came out on top with America not far behind yeah. uh, with Team USA's unique tactic of just taking really, really, really good singles players. Not quite enough to defeat the Thunder from Down Under uh, or the Polish Assault uh, for the the Thunder from Down second. Under. Yeah, that's. I also Best believe one. that's a, a male strip group. Okay, Yeah, I was yeah okay, good. <laughs> um, one of the greatest things that would happen at the event was this video that, God, is going to work flawlessly first time.
1: You, you actually, oh, okay, one sec.
2: So, we came up with an idea that the WTC, whether we try not to be authority figures, we try not to like impose anything, it does stand for something more. We're the primary event in the world, you guys are the best players in the world. And we demonstrate to the rest of the world that this is the way we do things. This is how the best players do done. And what we've decided is we want to lift, when we have opportunities, certain people in our community, this family, who go from above and beyond to have a positive influence on the entire community outside of the global community. This person gives up so much of his time, free of time, he goes on, he's always talking positively about our sport, he's trying to lift our sport to like a new level recognition, global recognition. On top of that, he's had a very hard life and how he talks about this, he talks about his struggles, has inspired people in this room and thousands outside this room, like he told this person about people. So the first ever, we don't actually have a name for it yet, is a WTC ambassador, WTC legend, Adam Camilleri. Most favourite opponent, most sporting team Me and Tom bang on and on and on and on and on and on, and on, and on, and on about a gentleman game part of the and since the results are secret you don't know who's come first overall, I can tell you the most sporting teams in the team is Australia Whoa! Hey! Ha ha ha! showing that maybe a very new team, they have still got it in them, third place team Germany! Okay, champions.
0: Back, uh, what you just saw was the entirety of the the, the coverage for WTC. Uh, <laughs> we got our, we got our hands on there, uh, but what a great event! Canada, you guys put passports and shoes. Australia yeah. puts beers and shoes.
1: Yeah, it's all about the shoe with the uh, with it's WTC. All... Oh great! I lost
0: John. I'm here alone. Um, okay, good. But <laughs> the most important thing. Is uh, Adam Camilleri getting the recognition he so strongly deserves for his insane positivity and dedication to the hobby and being entered into the WTC Hall of Fame or, or seeing as it is his birthday today, probably entombed in it because uh, he's getting getting on a bit there. Uh, Dickie, yeah. because it's his birthday, Yeah. Uh, please say at least one nice thing uh, about Adam Camilleri. He's always on time. Uh,
1: he's always on time. <laughs> <laughs> uh no honestly he works so hard uh when we do streaming events he's always there at like r- just ridiculous times of the day like 2 a.m getting ready to stream an event uh he's always there he's always full of energy as you guys notice uh he always does a great job uh commentating games so yeah good on him he, he definitely deserves that uh, that legendary
0: award for sure yeah Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, you can't ever underestimate what he provides, um, like the Nopen commentary, uh, Charity Hammer commentary, yeah. uh, LVO commentary. So imagine just uh, hours of flying then being up for like 12 to 15 hours talking about Warhammer you're watching in front of you and having your energy level never drop, never having an off day. <laughs> that, that's impossible. Uh, there's only one of a kind and hopefully uh, there won't be another. Yeah. Um, moving on, back What's to the memes. What does that even mean? Who even knows? It's, okay. it's, well, there we it's go. poetic, yeah. majestic. Uh, if you're worried that your family won't know the value of your collection, uh, you're right. Uh, so as, as Jackson Well showed us on Facebook here, uh, what we see is a beautifully painted Angron, yeah, uh, a wonderfully painted and converted Demon Prince of Nurgle. Uh, he's saying here, Dad has a bunch of pro-painted minis like this. How much would they go for? jeez uh vicky how much would you pay for that converted demon prince and nurgle
1: see the Nurgle. i know you guys are like after the tier list you guys are so hot on this nurgle demon prince it's just I-, I gotta say it doesn't do that Angron. on the other hand that's a that's a great looking model uh i'd at least give him 40 bucks for it canadian at
0: least 40 bucks yeah. wow yeah do you know you could buy two Eastern versions of it for forty bucks? It's crazy <laughs> that you would do no. forty just for one. Uh, for validation purposes, yeah. maybe we can kind of re- re- think about our, our prices okay. after yeah. this. Yeah. Um, the, the Nurgle Prince on the right uh, was a legitimate uh, Golden Demon winning model, uh, as this slide showed. The next picture here shows it won 2008 uh, for single large miniature, oh, oh, um, picture which there. is Damn. insane to me. There we go. Yeah. Uh, it went to gold at uh, the L Los Angeles 2008 Golden Demon uh, for large model. Jesus um, Christ. So <laughs> You can put thousands of hours of work into a, a painting conversion job, or you can put 10 minutes on a quick slap chop. Uh, eventually, your kids or someone else's kids would be like, someone give me 20 bucks for this? Who knows?
1: That's scary. me a thing. So my question is... Yeah. I know we don't go back in into history. Do you think that kid was trying to hawk his dad's models?
0: Like so, here's there, there's two scenarios, right? And yeah. I don't want to talk about either of them. Either his dad died, oh, or his geez. dad left.
1: Or his dad's um, at work and he's trying to hawk <laughs> his
0: dad's models. He's going to Okay, so, uh, Dickie, you're a father. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine going to work? Coming home to find your KBA and you're like, "Where'd you get that new Xbox from?" Yeah, I sold your model. Yeah. What What do you do to that? Well, I don't condone violence, uh,
1: <laughs> but but I would be finding that model wherever that thing went. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Hoof. Hoof. That's a rough. That's a rough one.
0: Yeah. 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 That is. Yeah. I think, like I said, the the worry is that when I die, my family will sell my Warhammer uh, for as much as I told them I paid for it. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> it is a never-ending struggle to describe yeah. what Warhammer is. And this picture does it better than I ever could. Um, There's a bunch <laughs> of Roman legionaries jumping out of an attack helicopter, uh, which is fantastic. And if you watch the last week's episode with Nick Horton, when I asked for his 30-second Warhammer elevator pitch, he's like, "Oh, oh, no, it's really hard to describe, guys. People just don't get it but uh, chat you can jump in on this too Dickie what, mm-hmm. what's your 30 second uh, pitch for describing what Warhammer is without using any of the imagery we just saw yeah um, it's good imagery to someone who knows nothing about Warhammer oh
1: geez how do I explain it to okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you like I talked to my wife it'll be okay. really respectful okay um, all I say all I say is uh, I play with little plastic men, and uh, we make uh, space sounds with our with our lips. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm not yeah. getting a movie bloody deal, John. So that's just how I explain it. You don't know that you could. I, I guess, yeah, I could. I do. I do know Nick. So I'm. There's close. a there's
0: a Fox searchlight picture of like a stream producer and the life he goes through right there. Yeah, um, that'd be quite good. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of tree fitty jokes. Love that. Super good to go. Yep. Uh, GW, bless their hearts. They do get a lot of flack uh, for its rules design. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to jump back here. Igbard letting us know. Imagine a power wolf album that makes fun of Christianity and we all laugh at the universe's mystery. Um, at that point, you have to explain what a power wolf album is, too. Yeah. So this is kind of like... A, russian nesting doll of many explanations of things the next thing you know it's four hours later and you're by yourself yeah um, you're still by uh, yourself yeah gw <laughs> <laughs> uh, warhammer Australia green and tan army man it's like that but expensive um i'm assuming the stands for australia yeah so yeah I, I totally get very expensive um yeah. but rules design uh it's forcing some people to create crazy memes i like this one here it's, it's the kids being like, well, I uh, get past your invulnerable save. Well, I don't have an invulnerable save. I have a demonic save. And, you know, kind of all the thing. And the GW, are like, yeah, that's brilliant. Let's Write it. that down. <laughs> Write that down. I'm oh. waiting for the, the guns that go past the demonic save. And then the demonic save that ignores the guns that go past the demonic save. It's going to be just flawless writing. There's going to be so many pluses. Uh, all in a way to, to backdoor promote Warhammer+. Plus uh but dickie what's yeah. the worst uh rule gw has ever done uh is the two inch
1: uh the two inch engagement range in play right now or are we allowed to talk i know we weren't allowed to talk about that are we allowed to talk about it now since it still exists
0: it's a, it's a it's a, it's a new one it's certainly a choice hmm. um, <laughs> i'm gonna move
1: my head in in, in a quizzical way here <laughs> <laughs> I think that's got it's it really does like it changes the game I don't have you played with it I know a
0: lot of people aren't playing with it um so I play with it a little uh as a chaos knight player I personally love it it's great that I can (laughs) I mean I'm come out of deep strike (laughs) I can come out of deep strike and just get like a six seven inch charge like right off the bat yeah kill a bunch of stuff and consolidate away from the nasty things if I don't kill them like it's just it's so and you can tell Maybe they were like, hey, intern. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, fix this. And like, cool, I fixed this one thing. And you're like, great, let's just publish it and I'll think about it. Because yeah. while it does fix the problem of like impossible charges and sending just slightly more than the initial way, yeah. it creates so many more problems. It does create a lot of problems. Uh,
1: I, I had a recent uh, issue, I, I had guys in a Rhino and uh you can't get out of a rhino with an engagement range and with two-inch engagement range i couldn't get out of my rhino so my five berserkers <laughs> uh well they're dead now and yeah uh, that's on me but it's also on the two-inch engagement range so <laughs> so yeah man i don't know I... so yeah
0: that's chilling is no... yeah chair is us know that it can be fun but the thing is for me it's it's a non-interactive, uh, gamey thing to do, yeah. So like, you'll see a lot of like top players that use movement uh, and kind of that's kind of what separates your, your three and twos and your two and ones from, from the people with like an 80% plus uh, win rate is they really know how to maximize movement and restrict movement and the two-inch engagement range um, are going to just wreck an entire table quarter or even especially with the, the player place terrain you can really set it up in a way uh, that you can command a huge board area with a, a very few amount of models um and it just like it fixes the problem of an engagement range but um it, it just adds so many other ones here and my worry is they were like hey guys we fixed it we're gonna do this and, th- and they do the thing to fix it but in fixing yeah. that thing they add 15 other things and it's gonna be like a little old lady who swallowed a fly, but for gaming rules. Can I just say how on bloody
1: point chat's been? Like, <laughs> like how much money FLG's saving? To not have a max
0: headroom filter on your camera. Oh my god. Yeah, guys. Uh, so, so if you're just joining us, quick recap. Yeah, get you up to speed. Um Danny's out. He he, he pieced out of Alaska, so his internet's gonna be better. But for this week. His wife wants to spend time with him because he's been oh, away geez. for two and a half months in an internship, uh, which you know get it. Uh, Tricky Dick here jumping on in after the weekend. I let Val know, hey, you're probably going to guess on Monday. It's like, yeah, cool, can't wait. And yeah. then kind of let's Dick know oh. an hour ago. Yeah, weird how. And uh, then out. of course <laughs> when when we loaded up, uh, my camera just starts flickering. Yeah, uh, it, it's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> on the flip side of that, yeah. gonna be a little harder for you. What's the best rule? GW has, has ever had the most satisfying thing for you the best rule GW has ever had the best chat yeah, jump in on in this interview. yeah help, help me album. help me out here uh I'm gonna give you one It's gonna be an unpopular me. one it's gonna be even a, a controversial one yeah I dearly miss CZ initiative I, I don't
1: <laughs> but, but uh why do you why do you miss it why was it a big deal for you Was it just that uncertainty
0: so it was that uncertainty right yeah. because when you're deploying if i know i'm going first yeah i'm gonna just turbo load everything up front uh and like just push yep we're going but if you have like that that 13 percent chance of uncertainty that you're maybe yeah. not going first it kind of makes you rethink things a little bit hmm. also i had a really cool special dice for it which i don't ever get to use anymore Aw. uh it said shit on five of the sides, and it said fuck yeah on the top. So <laughs> oh, when, you rolled, awesome. <laughs> when you rolled your C's dice, uh, then you knew for sure if it went off or not, and you just going to be like, "eff yeah, uh, really when commotion. it went off. Which you okay. never did. But yeah, I, I, nothing I, to use that dice for now.
1: You've delayed long enough for me to find my rule that I enjoyed. Oh, good, dude, that's all I hope for in this yeah, world. Yeah, thank you for so much. Uh, I think I, <laughs> actually the rule of three for me was okay because i i was in this meta where there was just hive tyrants everywhere and i didn't want to deal with them anymore i ran six yeah you're a bad person so i was um the rule of three probably was the best rule that they and i and also i saw the people with all those hive tyrants just look really sad for a couple weeks and that also made me happy so yeah i was very sad
0: yeah uh chat's jumping in here to night fighting as a rule do you remember night fighting which thoughts on night fighting uh it's still here like in horus heresy right so you can still night fight if you want no big deal yeah and apparently i can still seize if i want but i don't want to play space marine the game um <laughs> orcs being able to buy heavy armor for four plus save that was okay oh, remember looted wagons uh, okay here is a controversial one from mm. young Joe Atkins and Joe Atkins in in and uh, Scatter Scatterdice, or as I like to call them, argument machines. Uh, yeah. Dicky, <laughs> what's your memory of Scatterdice?
1: Ironically, this—if anyone has a counter going for uh, fantasy—I uh, play with uh, Scatterdice every once in a while when I go to uh, the Heffelfinger household to play. And uh, there is some arguments that happen still because the angle that I choose isn't the angle that he wants and uh, the angle that I want isn't the angle he, It's just, it's a mess. And you just have, someone has to placate the other person at the end. And yeah. Um, are you the placator? I'm a bit of a placator, yeah. He just you ends are. up killing himself like all the time. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: another one coming in here for chat. Templates. Yeah how are you yeah. feel about templates
1: templates were also i just i don't know if you did this but i do this especially now i just give the template and go I, that's where i am can you just tell me how many guys are under it yeah. because if you go over there and you start making a case for 35 or whatever like ludicrous number that you're always going to get a battle so just let the guy tell you and if he's yeah. a gamey bastard don't play at his house anymore i guess i'm gonna
0: <laughs> agree with Green blood here templates mm-hmm. were garbage uh, my yeah. my main memories of templates was I used to play orcs, and I had like my a boy mob in a truck, and there's something just dirty. I remember like just r- driving up to like a squad of crew, yeah. dropping down one template and being like, okay, that's a hundred hits, because <laughs> everyone's firing. Uh, or yeah. or even the worst thing of you know someone has like a large blast template in the army, so when you're deploying or moving, you spend seventeen minutes positioning your army so every model is exactly yeah. two inches about, uh, apart uh that, that was not great
1: yeah
0: how do we feel seventh edition man we're just going all like history here yeah. now seventh edition uh anyone can summon i mean it was cool it was interesting uh it probably broke the game but i mean other than that i mean yeah whatever
1: <laughs> Anything chaos is good with me. I'm good with whatever. Let's just make this let's make this awesome is what I go with.
0: The worst army I think I ever played against was at a GT. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was seventh. But it was uh, Tau mixed with Korn Demon Demonkin. Perfect. Mixed with like one other faction. It was Necrons. And I was just like, okay. He's was like, I have to keep all of them like six inches apart or whatever because they hate each other. And I'm like, man, that's that seems really unfun. It's the same reason I hate like uh, Star Trek Attack Wing or the Star Trek Fleet Command game. That's terrible because you can do weird random I just things. Mangled the name. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the models, but like I played it once, and I'm like, yo, uh, why is War flying this Romulan ship? I'm like, oh, because it can. I'm like, well, that's a terrible reason for it. Fair enough. But, yeah. then It's awful. Yeah. Um. Dickie, there's been a lot of terrible proxies out there. Yep. Uh, just like this guy here. Uh, this is just literally. If you're listening to the audio version of the show, do you want me to explain it for everyone? A, Am I going to take it's the brewing a, a base? Yeah. Uh, maybe you want to you want to do a better description yeah. of that one there.
1: It's some kind of orange tack as well. Like they didn't even <laughs> they didn't even glue it. They just tacked it to the underside of the base, which is just. Zero Class. commitment, zero commitment to the cause, really.
0: Uh, I remember the original Imperial Night Codex came out. Remember, it was like $40 for a two-page book. Yeah. Um, the morning it came out, there was an RCT in our local area. And there was a player uh, who was there Saturday morning as the store opened. Uh, hastily assembling four knights. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> to, to to play them, and they were not they were not fantastically put together. The same <laughs> player, I believe. The what um, did did he do well? At least
1: did he like really commit?
0: Oh yeah, because yeah. like it was the first time knights came out so he smashed everyone because no one expected to like run into like Plus, four yeah. nights on Plus release day. Plus a base is really scary because you can't see it. Yeah, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the same guy he ran. I think the worst proxy I ever saw was <laughs> a cut out piece of college ruled paper for a base. Huh. And a transformer toy on top as a Riptide. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like unconverted. Uh, Dickie, yeah. uh, you're in ca- Canadian land where yep. everyone's polite and there's no terrible modeling. They're yeah, nice people. Yeah. Uh, what's the worst proxy you've ever seen? Uh, worst proxy I've ever seen. Um, Just while you're thinking that, there, chat's yeah. coming in with a red solo cup drop pods. I remember those I've seen as well. that
1: before. Yeah.
0: My chat, guys watching, listening. My most hated conversion proxy, bar none, is the people who buy a drop pod and just flip the fins upside down and call it a dread claw because it's not oh. the same footprint at yeah. all. It's not even close. Yeah. It, it's it's way larger. So, yeah. so many terrible conversions uh, from that one there. I mean, like, I'm literally just boiling with rage thinking about all of those quote unquote dread claws uh, that, that are out there from that.
1: I can't I can't really think of one. I there was a guy and he refu- he 3D printed, I know that's a dangerous word, he 3D printed. Uh do you remember when the Scorpius launcher was a big deal? Oh yeah, yeah. He 3D printed one of those, but it was bright like red see-through <laughs> plastic and he refused to paint it. So and that was probably my my most hated. Uh, he was a great guy, really nice. So I'll play him again. Uh, but that was probably I make fun of him every time I see it, and I'll continue to. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. James on YouTube letting us know he used the worst proxy he's ever seen. Good stuff, oh no. An m M&M and a Boba Fett outfit standing in for a spaceful, venerable dreadnought and an Elder Wraith Lord. Wow. Hopefully not in the same game. And you got 10 points on painted out on that uh, game. Yeah, I'm obviously. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, we're rounding out here, guys. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, speaking of awfulness, spiky bits. <laughs> I we weak. go there so you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, they spent more time on a thumbnail uh, than we ever, ever have. Oh, yeah. Uh, to let us know the GW edited an article after it was published. Yeah, let me throw it up. Booyah. It up Booyah. So the headline I'm Shook. <laughs> GW literally went back in and edited today's Demon post after it went live as well.
1: <laughs>
0: that's Wild a, that's a great GW's thumbnail. he's making to their warcom post. I was just a psycher. i Just can't believe it. But crazy. he's
1: all in his head in and anger. You can just, <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> As a as a thumbnail creator, I can I can really respect this guy's game on thumbnails.
0: I yeah. will say for as much fun as I make of them and their content and kind of their writing style, their thumbnail animator or creator you guys are looking for work you just reach out let us know uh, and like because there's some quality work going on here yeah. um what in your eyes so this is an article by the way uh, as, as you might have been able to tell from the headline for once uh, <laughs> gw edited something after an article was published which i mean i guess they had two they had two articles lined up one was that they let a mistake stay in an article yeah. or one that they edited an article did, and we were like which one do we push forward yeah uh but dickie what would be a flimsier excuse for an article a flimsier excuse for yeah, an yeah. article oh man yeah you,
1: you, you got me i was expecting you to, to... uh i don't know uh g GW... well, okay what were you expecting
0: go. let's go from that
1: what was i expecting i was expecting yeah. to say uh like, what does this? What does this mean? Or why would they? Why would GW do this? I mean, it happens all the time, right? Like, have mm-hmm. you ever sent a text and like unsent it before? Come on, John, look at me. Look at me with those those eyes. <laughs> look at look at me. You've you've unsent a text, my friend. I know you have. I know I have. There's times I wish I could unsent text. Yeah. Michael, like, oh, nope. I can't do <laughs> that. that. That's, that's real now. That's a, that's the a thing that I said. Uh I mean, people screw up, right? Especially on. <laughs> Like I will have you know that I'm I was still holding on to hope for two wound Chaos Space Marines after the article said that Chaos Marines are getting two wounds. I held on to that hope for like eight months, and they didn't unsend that. They should have. They should have unsent. They should have. Yeah. Yeah. So a good. Good on them for doing this post. Anyway, to yeah, answer the question time- that you actually
0: asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to call out people who go in to improve their product after it's come out. Yeah, that's uh, Because essentially, this is uh, an article complaining that someone went back in and corrected mistakes after it was released. Uh, probably yeah. directly after an article complaining that people didn't fix their product directly after it was released, which is just chef's kiss yeah. and, and duality there. There is a disconnect. Um, it, there's a disconnect between the, the community
1: team that do, does the articles and the rules team. Clearly, they're not the same team. So there may be an interpretation that goes wrong or something like that. So and some guys, I mean, are they proofreading it? There's so many unknowns. If only we had a GW
0: employee to let us know how this is actually done. I will say Hmm. as someone who has been published by Warhammer Community, that that would be me. Wow. Um, They got real desperate for content during COVID. Um, (laughs) They are proofread. Oh, because uh, I, I did an article for them. Um, and I like, it was like sh- I was sharing my, my favorite mobile games because there's a lot of really good GW mobile games. Um, uh, my number one uh, option uh, was removed but huh. <laughs> instead of a top five. Again, I'm alone. I'm alone in this world.
1: John, John- that was
0: also removed.
1: Oh, man. I'm just glad you're back personally. Um- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I went away. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Was, I'm just basically sitting there going, I'm alone now. Great. Oh, then there was one. Yeah, I don't know, man. It mistakes happen. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho.
0: So 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 Dickie, you you super produce uh, the majority of uh, frontline gaming's content here. Yes. Let's get some clickbaity headlines yeah. uh, for the rest of the network here. Um, so what would be a better click headline for last week's Thursday show? Uh, their week two coverage of the WTC. Uh, we know who's
1: going to win the WTC or something like that. Like just like right. bla- you just blatantly tell people like, oh, we know who's going to win or, or the jigs up. We got the
0: winners or something like that before the event <laughs> even happens.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Or yeah. Uh... Match fixing in progress. We have the inside scoop, <laughs> exactly, you, right? PC. Yeah, like
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, like we've got a big show. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. oh, Tom um, them. Express. Good old Kelsey. Letting us know the Thursday show predicted the winner of a GT, and you won't believe what it was. <laughs> uh, classic. I mean, I, I, was, I was there. It's
1: most of the time they go Necrons, they're pretty good. And then it's like, oh, sisters, they're not. It's not like they're picking like guard to take an event or something like that. They're picking like great armies, and they're not picking players, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, good job, guys. I guess they're they're right like,
0: often. What is so you're you're again as a content creator yourself? Dickie, mm. It's a really fine line to to, to traverse between uh, clickbait and kind of engagement, right? Yeah, because like we've seen it here. Okay. But you've seen yeah. like shows uh, I've done where I've added in a a very kind of almost clickbaity title. I do really well, and yeah. uh, when it's just my nonsense stream of consciousness that I, I want to do, uh, like it doesn't do as well. So, so how do you kind of balance uh, going full clickbait where you're like, "Oh, you'll never believe what brand of pencils GW uses," uh, to kind of like an actual informative title that's going to help the show?
1: It is actually a thing, though, like the numbers are clear as day like when we do a, a title like that there is more views and they're on the show and it's just it's ridiculous i don't know why but uh, if we do make shows i'm staring at the next slide that we're gonna show but uh <laughs> and i know that that show got more views than the week prior or and whatnot so it's just i don't know it I don't know why you get I don't know why the public's the way they are, but they want
0: the drama and the intrigue and stuff like that. I yeah, know. buddy. And like I didn't even do notes for this next part because yeah. I was just like, no, we're probably done after this, but throw that next one up and show what we were talking about here. Cause this yeah. is the feedback I got. And there was a episode of Signals that said, yeah. Win LVO, hack your hobby score or remove them completely Is an old <laughs> episode of Signals of the Front Line. Yeah. Um and you're right, Diggy, that that, that episode got like a ton of traction there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And it was just a guy talking about how, like, how to, like, hobby better. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. Like, do you, do you think people are, are, are misled uh, sometimes and they're, they're mad about it? I don't know.
0: I don't think they are. I think what it taps into, uh, yeah. Clickbait, especially, and the reason it works so well in 40k, is um, we, as, as players and the Warhammer community at large, majority of us think we're something special or, or we're doing something like the joke is I remember joking with someone at LVO uh, when they come up was like, oh yeah I have a podcast I'm like, Dude, my brother everyone in this room has a podcast <laughs> that they're on like uh, everyone's a contact everyone's getting stuff and then it's it's also why and I didn't touch on it earlier and I, I totally skip past this question there, there's a lot of blowback about how teams are even chosen for WTC right yeah because any post that comes up it's like yeah Team America they're third for WTC oh wow that's so good or fourth or whatever it was Mm -hmm. the first response every time is so how do you get onto team you know I don't think it's really fair they just pick whoever they want and you're like well thanks Mr. 27,000th in the ITC with one (laughs) one RTT win yeah great feedback yeah um but like yeah, everyone feels they have something to contribute.
1: Yeah. So
0: when they they have these titles, like you have that how to hack the hobby score at LVO. The guy's like, Oh, the only thing holding me back for winning LVO was my, my hobbying. So I'm gonna learn how to hack this. <laughs> yeah. Or they have an opinion that they want to share. Cause if you notice a lot of the clickbaity titles that go out there yeah. is they're designed to kind of tap into your your anger centers in your brain. They're like butcher's nails yeah. for content. Yeah. Um so you can go in and just even if you go in and we joke about spike but i read there a lot i go there a lot and i go there based on their titles yeah so even uh, though they're doing that they're getting the engagement they're getting the page views they're getting the advertising fees for for going there honestly it doesn't matter what they write because they already sent you in there yeah um so, so like that's that's where it comes from it is our innate desire to be right um and our innate desire to, to to be like well i believe that this is this and kind yeah. of just going in with that engagement more than anything else i mean i mean Jakey, what's your take on this
1: i sent you do you remember that youtube uh it's a youtube content creator specifically on 40k uh I can't remember yeah her name. no for sure
0: yeah and it, we disagreed heavily on like we it was a content creator. i was
1: like i was like she's she's like it's just how i think it would be a great interview and you're just like i hate it so much and it was just like <laughs> it would be really funny and you're like nope don't want to do it and i was like oh okay but like i just everything she everything she does is very like every post is so clickbaity and like so negative i will say they're very negative as well like it, it, right. all the the uh spiky bits articles generally are negative even when they're wanted to hire people they even put it in a negative connotation so right. i guess i guess we need to start being negative on our titles now is that what we're gonna do i guess so yeah but All i mean right. i
0: think mm. the thing to to watch for is you have some content creators who start off amazing i don't mm. like this person like dickie brought to my attention yeah. started off great then did the the cardinal sin of a patreon it's ironic because it's patrons. Everyone, everyone has one. You know, we reward have one. your creator. Yeah. We I have one. Anyone, I don't think anyone uses it, but we have one. <laughs> no, because we never promote it. It's on the whiteboard. Yeah, it's on the whiteboard. Um, actually, it's yeah. on the whiteboard. Um, <laughs> but what happens is when you get these negative videos, yeah. these clickbaity titles, they attract a certain corner uh, of the, the hobby. A certain fandom comes to that, mm. and they're like, well. I support what you're saying. You're brave for saying like FGW, I'm going to give you five dollars a month. And more of these people come in and you actually start making an OK income yeah. uh, from it. But then as soon as you stop doing those negative videos, yeah, your income slides off. Five dollars goes to someone else. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of get locked in the cycle of yeah. making these videos to, 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 to make the money that they're used to fra- from their things. Uh, Warhammer, Australia. Now, if you're looking to go to a new restaurant and you look at the reviews, do you sort by positive or negative? It's a great point. I'm a positive looker. Uh, search you... by positive too because yeah. as someone's worked in the service industry for like eight years now, um, <laughs> negative people are just, yeah, ignore what they say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the problem with it is it, it's grounded in hate uh and i don't have a lot of time uh yeah. to spend on warhammer and when i do i don't want to be told that what i'm doing sucks
1: yeah i i think for i guess for what we do uh, i guess i'll lump myself in there is we i try to find the the joke in it and i know you do as well yeah. so we're trying to find the joke in just really negative things sometimes it's just like geez i don't this is almost too much so i i, I definitely get it for sure yeah <laughs>
0: Like again when we play games i play a couple games a week so three to six hours a week gaming uh preparing the show about two hours believe it or not i actually yeah. put time into preparing this two hours like maybe i'm shocked a couple hours editing <laughs> yeah well just from like the searching the pictures the organizing yeah, yeah, them yeah. kind of the are getting it in a way filtering out the stuff that's just purely negative i don't want to spend 10 to 15 hours of my week between painting playing and content creation yeah uh to be told your hobby is gross and disgusting and is stupid and I hate it. Yeah. And I don't want to know that. That's why you know we, we try to be fun negative here yeah. instead of just negative negative.
1: And that being said, uh, join our Patreon and you can see all of uh, John's <laughs> pictures before the show. <laughs> nope,
0: you can't because uh, there are roll-offs to Grim Contributors no. uh, which actually looking at our regular 50 to 60 people who show up to watch this this junk, uh, you're pretty much all Grim Contributors now. <laughs> much. Honorary ones. Uh, unpaid. Yay, Dickie. uh, I think we're going to round it up. Uh, All right. it's, it's been a pretty good week, I think, so far. Uh, Danny will be back next week. I think we even have an actual guest next week. Look at who, that! Do doing you, the who, work. At, are, gonna, are you
1: going to let people in on who he is or who she is? I, I'm going I'm to look it up real yeah, quick uh, and
0: see who it is. I mean, would you believe I even have like booking software and everything going for this show? It's, I'm impressed. Choose not to use it. I'm impressed. I would be, too. I'm let me see, <laughs> pulling up the calendar. Fill this si- silence. <laughs> Uh, As The 29th 29th is is my next book guest, but 22nd, I know uh, I reached out to the guys on Frontiers. I want to get those on there. Uh, Frontiers is, if you're not listening to it, it's a great podcast and it covers international Warhammer. So like we cover a lot of US events or some podcasts that cover UK events. The Frontiers guys cover the South Korean meta, the Australian meta, and other kind of great places like that. Uh, if you've seen the winning WTC Australia team, and if you've heard Peter the Falcon rant about Perth, uh, you know Australia is like a crazy great meta place to, to play. So definitely check those guys out. They're going to be on here in the future. Yeah. Two weeks from now, uh, Dr. Stats himself, Nathan, Nathan, Nathaniel Hennig from StatCheck is yeah. going to be on. Uh, so yeah, it's it's coming. Uh, thank you everyone for hanging out with us, Dickie. Thank you for being voluntold to not leave me on my own flailing uh, instead of just having me flailing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that show? You thought the tear show was bad. Imagine that Matt, show. It would literally just be Dickie, put up my, my YouTube screen. We're going to be watching memes,
1: <laughs> you gonna watch a video. What what movie would you watch the whole time? And what if you could pick a yeah. video, what movie would it be?
0: So here's the option. If it was just me solo, yeah, we would stream. Uh, just a quarter of the screen, uh, because you know, I, I know how YouTube works, yeah. Uh, the ultramarine movie, oh, that we would be just it. wait to uh, uh, we'll go through the the ultramarine movie there. Okay, I'm down, yeah. I like it. Hey, I think down. that's good. We should, we should do that sometime, yeah. Maybe that'll one. be a special. Uh, if you're insane enough to want to come to LVO uh, and watch the ultramarine movie with us, uh, we'll set something up. Let us know, let us. Know. Um, but. It was a pretty amazing show. I'm surprised. Dicky. thank you so much for coming on. You You're can catch welcome. Dickie again uh, either whenever I don't do my job or Kicker's on a boat uh, or Seth's out of here. He's like a number one backup host uh, for this. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty
1: budget. sure I will be on Wednesday for all the people that are talking about it because uh, Seth is gone. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll be there Wednesday. So, yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, guys, thanks everyone for watching. We'll be back next Monday. I'm going to guarantee at this point a guest. Uh, mm. And it won't be Val. It won't be Dickie. Yeah. And I'll even it'll be Warhammer related. But I, as I, always, it's pretty grim after dark.